but we are all the way up and you know what it is it's another wednesday with your boys on the faction that's right and i'm not by myself i have mr atlanta the founder and valedictorian you know he's the father of jackson and jordan i got mr gb with me how you feeling fam what's up brother i'm feeling really really good it's a wednesday i'm continuing to shelter in place regardless of what the crazy people <laughs> in atlanta or georgia decide to do I'm staying right here in the crib, and I'm staying healthy. Uh, Biggie said it was all a dream, but then you have the American dream, which you're wearing right now, so representing the son of a plumber. You better believe it. You better believe it. I absolutely love the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Speaking of a man who's never seen a Dusty Rhodes match, let's take it to Memphis, Mr. Brandon J. Clack. Oh, wow. That is so disrespectful. First of all, I watched Dusty Rhodes versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember which one. I watched... It's uh, WrestleMania 6. I watched Dusty Rhodes versus Ted DiBiase when Sapphire betrayed him and took the bag of money. We'll he never forgive her. I have a context with Dusty Rhodes, all right? This is how, this is how I know Dusty Rhodes. Uh, then you wait, get in his gut. If, 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 you, if, if you have only relegated Dusty to polka dots, then you've missed the genius of one Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, when I found Dusty Rhodes, he was polka dotting and he was twerking. He was male twerking. Uh, he was not, that was not a twerk. It was I, I called a, dusty, uh, a dusty shake. I am about to shatter your dreams of your beloved Dusty because Dusty was bending it over, dropping was, it like it was hot. That is called a Dusty. Dusty was TikToking before there was a TikTok. <laughs> now, I will Dusty say was this. shaking his TikTok. Do yourself a favor and go back and watch some um, NWA Dusty Rhodes because I remember watching Dusty when they would have like NWA Pro Wrestling and yeah. uh, Dusty would have a 30-second match and he would just kill somebody with a bionic elbow and walk away and have a three minute interview. And he was the highlight of the program. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> Wait, so he's been doing that, that elbow? That's oh my God, it's the bionic oh, elbow. It's been a staple for years. So then why would you attack me for having the context of the elbow? And that's what he's Well, doing? here's the deal. That's not what he's known for. Well, that's he part of our GB, it was, GB just said it. it was, he was known for the bionic elbow, but he was also known for the figure four. Which and he did his figure four very differently. Real talk, he didn't do the figure four like uh, Ric Flair. So it was all very interesting. You got to go back and check it out. Ric Flair wanted to be a Rhodes. He did. He used to he, drive Dusty. He wanted to be Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes. That's a fact. Thank God he didn't do it. Thank God. You know he, he was also. He almost he was, sold his future just to be like someone else. Well, he was almost he was almost three hundred pounds at that point too. So. He was a fat boy then. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very interesting stuff. How's the week been? How did he have those things on his forehead? That's because he was bleeding. What he bled for the culture. It was uh, yeah, years of bleeding. Hey, 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 hey. I was talking about the movie Blade. No, no, no. His forehead looked like pulled pork. Well, between between him and Bruiser Brody and Abdullah Abdullah the Butcher, they have suffered. His forehead looked like barbacoa. And the lady, and the lady who I went to went to church with when I was growing up, her forehead like that. But I don't think she was a wrestler. Not really sure what happened to her. She was old. So, how was the week? I do know that Texas is uh, in one of those states that's reopened. Uh, Tennessee has started to reopen as well. How has things been for you guys? Uh, Texas is open. The beards are sheltering in place. Uh, last night, well, yesterday was my anniversary, 21 years. Yes, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. <gasps> I almost risked, risked it all. Um, and when I say I almost did risk it all, I almost did risk it all by... Um, <laughs> I'm scared. What did you mean by you almost risked it all? I almost did risk it all by going out in public, but one Brandon J. Clack told me, don't go to a... Uh, to a, a restaurant, so I had a uh, steak dinner sent to the house, and I turned my backyard into a nice, fine dining candlelit dinner. It was really, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever done. That's dope. That sounds really, really dope. Congratulations. Yeah. And Clack, man, how, how are you doing? I know you are on a baby watch uh, any day now, is that right? Yeah, it's pretty intense. Wow. And uh, we are all preparing for uh, Zoe to walk down the aisle Yes. Her instance music is, is tuning up. 
I love and, it. And uh, her main event is almost here. We don't know exactly what day her main event will be on, mm -hmm. uh, but we are all eagerly cutting promos in, in anticipation. So ah. what, did, what, did, uh, what was the initial schedule date for her arrival? May 11th. So oh, okay. we're still on track with that. Okay. We're still on track. She's still showing up at the pay-per-view. Yeah. She's still showing up. They're still doing promos. We don't know. She's going to surprise. It's going to be like Kane, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be Kane. You got to be like the Jackson. GB just texted us that Jackson is in Gorilla. <laughs> no, listen. I, I rem it's funny because we're in the month of May. Jackson's going to be one in a couple of weeks. And I just remember when we were on Baby Watch like this. And it was like any day now you know it was that kind of thing and so uh i remember man the morning of may the 23rd about 3 30 yanni was like oh i think it's time and we were it like, is time yeah so it, it was happened. yeah i'm excited though i'm excited i can't wait to to meet my niece yeah it's gonna be great it's going to be fantastic. Well, you know, we've uh, had some amazing content here. I got to say a big shout out to everybody who joined us for our uh, video premiere last week on Facebook Live. It was downright amazing. And so um, uh, if you've missed it, of course, you can check it out on Facebook Live. It was absolutely fantastic. And uh, of course, we've got all sorts of great content for you on um on wherever you catch us on your podcast. I mean, like, that's the best place to catch it. It's just awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Okay, so we got a lot of ground to cover in a little bit of time, but we're going to do as much as we can and get to some of your questions as well. First, we got to get into the fact that Money in the Bank is coming this Sunday, but before we get there, the ratings for Raw and SmackDown have been historic on a weekly basis, and it's historic for all the wrong reasons. Every week, it is going down with the ship. This past Friday was the first time that we had a scenario where SmackDown on Fox was under 2 million viewers. This past week for Monday Night Raw, the go-home show, uh, which should have been exciting, made more history. It's the lowest viewership in the 25, 6, 7-year history of Monday Night Raw. Just pitiful. We're talking 1.686 million viewers. That's lower than the Christmas Eve 2018 episode that had 1.775 million viewers. We saw an uh, unannounced return of AJ Styles we saw a bunch of things that perhaps with an audience or some other scenario could have uh, been significant, but this was bad. So I got to ask you again, we talked a little bit about it last week. We got to talk about it again this week. Can WWE recover in this pandemic relative to the ratings? Because however you look at it, seemingly no matter who you bring back, Vince McMahon hasn't been able to turn it around. Triple H hasn't been able to turn it around. AJ Styles hasn't been able to turn it around. We saw some folks we haven't seen on Raw for quite some time. What do they need to do to turn these ratings around? Uh, let's not go nuts. I do think that wrestling is better with an audience, so let's not go ham. Let's not go crazy, if you will. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's really look at this thought right here. The thing that I'm looking at is that wrestling uh, is best when there's an audience. Yeah. What I mean by that is is that the fans will come back, but no one's going to tune in. And I, I, I even I struggle to tune in to watch guys uh, romp around in a place where there's no – I can't hear any, 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 any crowd. Mm. I can't hear anybody uh, yelling. You know, we, we, we've talked about pops. Pops, the audience popping is a part. The audience booing is a part. Chants are a part. I don't want to hear wrestlers yelling. I don't want to hear Charlotte asking questions in the ring. I don't want to hear her talking and giving commentary while in the ring. So I don't really, you know, know how I feel about this whole thing. I do know wrestling can turn around. I do know that it can come back. We're going to have to figure this thing out and figure out how to do it really quick. Because my question is, not will people come back? How long will it take them to come back? Mm -hmm. And and listen, they should have kept the belt on Brock. Brock could have gotten more viewers in this. Mm, I, I can't say that, though, because the viewer the, the viewership was going down with Brock as champion. 
but you'd have more viewers if Brock if if Brock just goes through on a Monday and beats everything breathing into a pulp, people are tuning in. Well, but again, I say viewership was going down with Brock in the ring for an empty arena. Again, I still think that you'd have more viewers. See, mm. when you're talking about a decline, GB, mm-hmm. decline is going to happen. I'm talking about a decay. Right now we have a decay of fans. We wouldn't have lost so many if you had a Brock Lesnar around. I completely disagree. But, Clack, maybe you can help us out with this. What do you think, man? Do you think, quite frankly, that it's possible uh, for WWE to recover uh, their ratings in this pandemic situation? When a body gets sick, it needs a shot of vitamins. It needs something to help it recover from the virus that's attacking it. And I'm not going to slide over into the current conflict, but I just want to use that as my premise of conversation that we need a steroid shot. We need some vitamin C. Somebody go get Stone Cold. Somebody go get Shawn Michaels. Somebody go get somebody that we want to look at. We're in trouble. Let's not rely on the mediocre talent to try to get it done for the current fan. If you want the numbers to go up, go get who we like. But the problem is, here's the problem with that. Shawn isn't wrestling. Stone Cold isn't wrestling. I mean, and again, and again, let's remember, we ha- we've had all of them on during the pandemic. We had 316 day during the pandemic. No, 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 GB. We need somebody to get slapped. Somebody's got to take a bump. Yeah. Somebody's got to take a bump. Somebody. Well, let me, let me say this. You know, Flair would do it for a little or nothing. Well, I'll say this. Here's part of the problem, right? Part of the problem is they did not announce Shawn Michaels showing up on the show. They did not announce the return of AJ Styles. They did not announce Vince McMahon was showing up on the show. So I think that, you know, while there are, there's room for the element of surprise, I think you also have a scenario where uh, you have to announce if big names are going to show up. For instance, we saw a commercial that said Edge and Randy Orton will be there next week. Like, that, you have to tell people, because here's the deal. We know that if we're all sheltered in place, or if we have moved from sheltered in place, we know that they aren't having large gatherings. So since you haven't put tickets on sale for pro wrestling, we know for fact that we have no clue when we're going to expect fans to show up. So if the issue for fans is, because we've talked about stars, but we also have to acknowledge, and I think you mentioned it, Courtney, we don't want to hear wrestlers talking to each other. We don't want to hear, like, there's a, there's a, I wish I knew the referee's name. But this referee is a great guy, but seemingly very country. Whenever he's in a Charlotte Flair match, it is the best to hear him go, come on, Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. the black guy? Yeah. yeah. He's come the weirdest Charlotte. referee I've ever seen in WWE history. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to he figure out well, but- who, who he has secret pictures on. Because this guy, his bug eyes, he's just a weird guy. Well, he come on, Charlotte. And but even he, she yelled back at him the other day, come on, Charlotte. <laughs> it's funny. So, so really I, the greatest thing about that is Oscar yelling, I know, oh, I yes. know. I, which, by the way, I think through all this, Oscar has become a star uh, in terms of what she can do. Like, anytime anybody else is speaking a language we don't understand, we just kind of look at them strange. With Oscar, we're like, yeah. You're saying something we think we understand. I don't, I don't know. The, G- GB, you know what people would tune in for? If Undisputed Era showed up on Raw and ran a renegade over everybody and said, this is our time, we're taking the main show, here's, and I, we're a faction that won't be stopped. But here's the problem with that. The problem with that is we know that when people make debuts, what makes it pop is here in the audience. Like, think about how crazy. I wouldn't need an audience if they started outside in the trailers. You let somebody pull up. You let the champion pull up, and they jump him outside and sling him into the trailer like they did Ray Mysterio. That remember when they threw Ray Mysterio into the trailer? Remember, I remember that. I remember. That. I, I like that. I hope it'll happen. They, they, they launched him like a missile. Kevin you know, Nash threw him like a dart. He did. He did. The, the other thing I think, though, that's happening is this feels like, since we're talking about that era, it feels like the uh, WCW invasion of WWE uh, back in 2001. And here's what I mean. 
we were expecting to see Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Goldberg and Hogan. And instead we got Mark Jindrak and we got Buff Bagwell and we got, you know, uh, uh, you know, Stan Stasiak and, and these guys that we weren't interested in. No offense. We have Booker T. Well, no, right, right. You know, and, and here's the problem. The problem is right now with Monday night raw, we're not. So on top of not having an audience, we're also not getting all of the guys that we kind of want to see that made us tune in in the first place. You know, AJ Styles coming back was a big deal. And AJ's back, of course, without his two partners who have been fired. Um, you know, and again, coming off the heels of a WrestleMania, you need the crowd to pump in and support the new champion. You need the crowd to pop after somebody finally beats Brock Lesnar. For Drew McIntyre, to have had his entire championship in front of nobody. <laughs> you, it just is like, I'm getting bored of him and I like him. Uh, I'm just looking at him. Oh, that's okay. what happens when you beat Brock. Nobody cares. Well, that's <laughs> not true. We care. We're just not present to say that we care. And that's the problem. So, so let me ask this question. One of the if, things that, if Vince yeah. went to church and served the Lord, he would see this thing called a virtual choir, and he would create a virtual audience. Well, speaking of virtual audience, they've talked about that, but I watched The Voice this week. They actually had a virtual audience. It was perfect. It was perfect. You know, they had live performances. They made it happen. So in the states of Florida and Oklahoma, their governors have already said that they want pro wrestling back shout out oklahoma state they want pro wrestling back they want mma back and they've opened things up for audiences to return to pro wrestling events um according to the state of florida they uh have to experience they have to uh exhibit social distancing and they have to have no more than 25 percent capacity for that building here's my question to you how soon, understanding this, do you think we'll have fans back at pro wrestling? It was available as soon as this past Monday, but Vince did not do it. There's talk that we could have fans tonight on AEW. Do you think, uh, when do you think fans will be back at pro wrestling events? Glad. Uh, you know, can we just acknowledge that Vince McMahon is just shining right now? Do you see how he cares about people? They could uh, clearly have people in the building, and Vince says, no, we're not going to. I, I don't think that anybody's coming back into the building until the summer's over. And, and I, I, yeah, I, don't, I just don't see anybody feeling safe enough. You'd be giving those. Now, now I will say that if they come into Memphis and they got front row seats, for forty dollars, <laughs> y'all gonna John Murray, you gonna talk as bad about me as you do everybody else, and I'm, I'm here because I'm going to the front row. So go ahead and get get your get your thumbs ready to talk bad about me because I'm going. <laughs> You'll exhibit social distancing. Uh, I can promise you that if they come to San Antonio on the front row, forty dollars for forty dollars, they can slap me around a little bit and put me on the show. I uh, it for forty dollars. Yeah, seriously. Uh, this is what I say. Uh, Oklahoma and Clack and I got a chance to tour Oklahoma State University. Shout out Oklahoma State University. Shout out our friend Joe Tupman there. But Oklahoma's known for great wrestling, not only professional wrestling, but uh, co collegiate wrestling. They have a lot of great collegiate wrestlers. Gerald Briscoe, Jack Briscoe, uh, Bill Goldberg, Russ Haas, Wahoo McDaniel, Buddy Roberts, Jack Swagger. Bill Watts and even one Eric Watts are from Oklahoma. Eric Oklahoma's Watts. not afraid of wrestling. They're also not afraid of the smoke. If I'm AEW, I actually have a crowd there tonight. You've given me the parameters. What am I waiting for? You're saying social distancing, no more than, uh, than, than uh, what, 20% of the capacity. So what I do, if I'm in Florida, I go to one of the basketball arenas that seats about 20,000, and I get 2,000 people in there tonight. I put them all where the camera can see them, and we have a great time. I'm going for the biggest venue that I can get with the most people to exhibit social distancing. And we open back up. Why? Because we need the sound bite. 
There are certain things that you pay just for the soundbite. You pay for the soundbite of Barack Obama saying your name, Oprah Winfrey saying your name. You pay extra. You want the soundbite of the people there, and that's why you do it. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, if I've said it once, I've said it twice. This man is a genius. And Vince, if you have a heart, which I know you do, is there a heart in the house tonight? You should have fans there this Friday. Don't wait. They give, Listen, once they've given you the recipe and given you the boundaries, why are you waiting? Well, here's the problem. The problem is Vince likes to be first. Vince was the first wrestling right. company to bring well, us. He, he can't be. Tony Khan's going to beat him tonight. Well, so then at that point, it almost doesn't make sense. To, to rush to have fans because at that point you'll look like a copycat. I, I, I'd rather be a copycat with a pop. Well, than, here's, here's the question. Not a copycat in silence. Do, do you think fans would show up to this current WWE content if they won't even watch it? Have you seen wrestling fans? We are the most normal of all wrestling fans I've ever seen. Well, wrestling well, fans yeah. are creepy. If they'll live with their, with their mama's basement until they're 60, you know they'll go to a wrestling arena. Well, they showing up, fam. They showing up. Yeah, somebody in their grandma's basement right now, looking at nudie mags. Okay, all right. I don't know how. How do we go to these weird? Better not be anybody who's like that. I'm gonna tell you you what a dissing. Courtney, I'm gonna tell you what a dissing they're looking at. They're looking at when China was on the centerfold. They're looking at Sable, and they just drooling, and their palms just as dry and lubricated all at the same time. God, what? how come you never put Jacqueline in this, in this car? You, you're going to show Jacqueline some respect. You of all people talking about Jacqueline, though? Like, let's keep it moving. Let's see, now you want to keep it moving. It's hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, so one of the things that was announced uh, on social media this week, which I'm actually really excited about, is The Undertaker. Uh, the show, The Last Ride, is going to officially premiere yeah. this Sunday night following the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. We're going to get to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view in a second. But it's going to be a five-part series. And we saw the first look, which was exciting. I don't know if it's coming on all five days of the week. I don't know if it's coming on every Sunday, but it's going to start this Sunday. Are you looking forward to this? And if so, kind of what are you looking to gain from this Undertaker documentary? Clack. Uh. I, I guess I'll jump in. Shout out to Brian Jones over at popculture.com who wrote a great piece. Wow. Are you that disrespectful? He clearly said my name. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Fine, I don't care. Why would you do that? Who cares? <laughs> I care. <laughs> Just go. You uh, Yes. I am that <laughs> I am absolutely <laughs> looking forward to the Undertaker documentary. I think the, the teaser that we got uh was just enough to get everybody excited, not to mention WWE is taking their cues from ESPN, and I think they should. And I think there's a deeper underlining here. I don't know if you all have noticed, but even and, and well, I'll save that for later. But but these documentaries and this behind the scenes, real life look at what was going on behind the psychology of what's going on, it's starting to look like a last dance. And I'm here for it because I want WWE to be bought out by ESPN. I have a thought on that. Clack, I mean, uh, Courtney, go ahead. Sure, I'll go again. Nobody wants no, to hear no, from me no. anyways. Yeah, I, was saying, I really think it's going to be an elaborate opportunity. <laughs> Recently won Meta World Peace Ron Artest changed his name to Meta Sandiford Artest. He did said, he really? He did. He said, I took my wife's last name. Guys, AJ Styles hinted at the fact that maybe Undertaker had taken his wife's last name. Maybe he's not the same taker that he used to be. And because of that, we get a movie match at WrestleMania. So how do you preserve the legacy of a man who's not what he once was and can't do what he used to do in the same place that he once did it? You create a documentary. Now, none of us are looking at this Bulls documentary saying that it's needed, though we want it. You know why it's needed? For the legacy of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and even bringing back Dennis Rodman. My God, I pray he finds chapstick soon. And so because of that, you have this last dance on ESPN. So th thank you, GB. Maybe we should send it to the worm. <laughs> Former NWO member, which actually you can never leave the NWO. I don't know how he's former because he's always right. in the for life. So, 
Because of that, I think that they need this. Undertaker needs this. Because one, Noah only knows Undertaker in his ferocity because of what Clack shows him on the network. But when he sees him just come out and he's walking like an old man, rest in peace, they don't fear him the way they used to. So this documentary will cement his legacy. Um, a couple of things. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to add just a small piece. You will not disrespect the heritage of The Undertaker in Noah's perspective. I didn't start him off with these punk wrestling fans in 2020. I started Noah off at the beginning in 1990 at Survivor Series when he took Hogan's belt and Flair slipped the chair underneath him. Noah's scared of The Undertaker. Hey, Noah. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes, he is. But for the reasons in which I just said, you actually co-signed my statement, it, which is that no one's looking at, no one's generation isn't looking at Undertaker currently right now and saying, I'm afraid of this man. No, they go back in time and see his material. You you'd have to stay awake during this show. You'd have to you admire me. That we were saying the same thing. You, you just said you admire me. You admire me. I, when did I say I never said I might I don't that I can be the kind of example for you guys. This is what he does when he knows he's been back to the corner and I, rope with him and hit with the chair. If you have to stay awake during this entire I, show, you'd realize that we were actually on the same team. But leave it to you to be a turncoat. You know what you are? You're a Ray Allen in the Boston Celtics. That's what you are. GB, what how am I a turncoat? He said, Brandon Clack, I admire you so much. He said you do so many things so well. I just said thank you. I never said you do things well. I'm glad I'm an example for you. If I've, if I've said it once, I've I, said it you, twice. I, I you and this man are the same you. person. You don't stand on anybody's side. You have zero morals when it comes to wrestling. Well, well, I'm just glad right. I could be an example for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I will say this. I think before ESPN uh, started doing the 30 for 30s heavily, WWE – WWE always did a great job of their storytelling. Their DVDs would tell amazing stories. And, of course, with the network, they've really just kind of ramped it up. And, again, an Undertaker story isn't a story we've gotten very often. And so I think a lot of people are going to be intrigued. And I'll say this. I don't think it's coincidence that we get the GOATs in two separate sports that really define the sports having their documentaries showing roughly around the same time. Could it be because people need great content? Perhaps. Could it be to get more eyes on ESPN and WWE Network? Perhaps. Either way, I'm glued to both. So it, it should be some great content. And for all of us who grew up in the Jordan era, in the Undertaker era, this is going to be really, really special. It'll take us back as it has done uh, with the Jordan piece. And it'll really teach us, I think, a lot of stuff. And my hope is that this ultimately becomes the swan song for The Undertaker, because I fear that one more match for The Undertaker, uh, which he doesn't know when to quit, I don't want him to be in a scenario where he is forced to quit. And I just bring back Sting for that. Now, speaking of Sting, I still want I'm here for this it. environment, if we're going to have a last match, Give us the match we've always wanted, Undertaker, Sting. Give it to us as a movie match, um, and we'll be fine because then they won't, be, they won't push themselves too crazy. We'll get exactly what we want, and I think life will be good. Man, I, I watched a documentary on Muhammad Ali on HBO, and it was, it was sad to watch how many times he retired yeah. and came out of retirement only to lose. Yeah. His brain, and like, like Edge said, and Sting said it, your brain still says, I can do one more. Mm -hmm. I mean, as, as many of us saw Mike Tyson punching Ooh. the mitts the other day, Ooh. it was frightening. Iron Mike looked like the, the, the guy to stop him literally said, heel, like a mm -hmm. dog, heel. Right. Ah! He said, heel. Yeah. And yeah. so, but still, none of us want to watch Mike Tyson fight Tyson Fury. None no, of no. us want to watch Mike Tyson fight one of these young guys. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. we don't want to see him get injured long term. And so at some point, we have to put to bed our own desires. And at some point, Undertaker, Mark Callis has to put his – Undertaker may feel like he can get in that ring, but Mark Callis is going to die ugly death if he does that. So just, just live in the documentary. Don't come nobody, – nobody wants to see Jordan try to play LeBron right now. Just live in the past. Yeah, well – 
It'll be interesting to see. So we'll be watching this again. It's Sunday night after the pay-per-view. We're going to talk about money in the bank in just a second, but I want to give you a little bit of New Japan news, and that is New Japan made a big announcement today. Of course, you know, over in Asia, they were among the first to uh, deal with the coronavirus, COVID-19, before we ever got it in the States. And uh, pretty much we've not seen a new show from New Japan since the end of February. They've canceled several major events, and this news is a little frightening, if you ask me, but they're doing what they have to do. And so what they have announced is that uh, they are canceling events, um, which includes the best of the Super Junior 27 tour. That tour is being canceled, so that's everything from May the 12th through June the 6th. It's like 14, 15 events, done. Major news. Uh, we also know that Ring of Honor has canceled all their shows through June. Uh, they're choosing not to do the empty arena shows. We know Impact, AEW, WWE are all doing empty arena shows, no fans allowed. Um, but this is a significant move, I think, for New Japan. They are working on new content, but it's nothing in ring. What do you think about this? New Japan making the choice to cancel now all of their events through June, which includes Best of the Super Juniors, a historic tournament for junior heavyweights. I'm eager to see Clack's statement. I mean, I, I hate that for the people that are going to be out of work, um, but on an entertainment stage, I, I, I don't even know what a Super Junior is. What in the world? Is that like... A really strong kid who has his dad's name in the world. Super wow. Junior. I'm glad the people can actually see you talking. Maybe like they can this. just come and try out for a WCW. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Courtney, tell them WCW is hiring. Uh, shut up. Uh, wow. the, the Super Juniors has meant a lot to the legacy of professional wrestling for quite some time. Is it juniors or Juniors? Junior. Okay, because okay, because I thought you were saying like super juniors. <laughs> no, like super juniors. Okay, got it. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my lord. I agree. New Japan's doing what they have to do. Uh sadly for for the American fans, they're not checking for New Japan the way they once were. I believe uh the elite really started a hemorrhage that's, that continued in AEW's development, has taken a lot of their fans. So it's sad to see, but they're doing what they have to do to stay safe. And, you know, the, the new president comes from corporate America, so he's probably just trying to make sure that there's not a lawsuit. Well, I, I Any do think... company that has hemorrhoids, yeah. That's I said hemorrhaging, not okay, hemorrhaging. I'm pretty sure you said... The I did not say the hemorrhaging. Full of hemorrhoids. I think that epidemic is traveling from, from wrestler to wrestler. We got a whole nother problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, I, that's a whole new killer hornet. I do think they have to walk in wisdom, though. Uh, if you remember uh, back in oh, January, in February. Well, no, they do because uh, Kota Ibushi was supposed to be a, the, uh, part of the NJPW America tour, and he got sick with the flu um and did not make the tour. And that was one of the last, you know, things that they were able to do. So I think they have to right. be your, careful and cautious. And we also know this, like before this whole thing even was going on, uh, our Japanese uh, fans and friends were wearing masks on the regular, even to wrestling matches. So yeah. um, I think this is going to be an interesting time to see. I really do hope that New Japan is able to uh, pick things back up soon, but they'll do it in certainly a very safe environment. Okay. So we got a couple of things before we go. One, let's talk about Money in the Bank. Uh, Money in the Bank is going down <laughs> this Sunday. What is he doing? I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Money in the Bank is going down this Sunday, and uh, it is a pay-per-view that's going to be interesting for a number of reasons. It's going to be the WWE's second empty arena pay-per-view. I honestly am not fully sure if all of the event is happening at the corporate headquarters or if it's just the ladder or the, the Money in the Bank ladder matches and the other matches are happening in the Performance Center. I don't know. But um, I was going to go down the route of uh, predictions, but uh, match by match. But I think what might be more entertaining for us to do 
is to talk about what we expect from this pay-per-view. Um, because you've got a couple of important matches. You have title matches for uh, new champions Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman, who are defending their WWE and Universal Championships, respectively. And, of course, uh, you've got the big Money in the Bank ladder matches, which is going to be unique for a lot of reasons. They're going from the bottom floor of the WWE uh, corporate headquarters all the way to the top floor. There has been more than one inference and reference to the potential of somebody being thrown off the building. Um, what, do you, what do you think we should expect from Money in the Bank? And will this be um, an epic success, perhaps like WrestleMania, or an epic fail, like some might consider WrestleMania to be? Ooh. What should we expect from Money in the Bank? Uh, Money in the Bank to me is still the uh, little scrappy and young buck pay-per-view. Money in the Bank, shorty, what you drink, but now they've added a Drake connotation and started from the bottom. Now we are here. Uh, and they're, they're really telling us that we can have a R. Kelly reference in I Believe I Can Fly as someone may go flying off the building. So we'll see what will – are we not allowed Boy. to say R. Kelly on this show? I mean, no, you got to be choose one about R. Kelly references. R what were you about R to R say? R. Kelly or Benoit? Choose one. Which one were is bad? I can't have both. Were you trying to insinuate that Ric Flair has people in his basement? Uh, no. You take every moment that you can to besmirch the name of the living legend. You know what? I, he's friends with Migos, hey. man. You better hope Migos Hold don't show up at your house. I am, I am looking, you all I'm the smoke. at a website. I'm looking at a website, www.allthingswrestling.com forward slash Ric Flair. And I am seeing that there is in the makings currently a surviving R. Flair. Wow, guys. No, no. no. <laughs> On the lookout. Wow. That's loaded. What is in the world? It's I don't even want to tell y'all the names that are on Flair here. Flair is a man Madonna of integrity. is on here. Oh, Flair is a man. Look, 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 look at my face. Flair is a man of integrity who would only ask for Pamela permission. Anderson and never on take here. advantage of anyone. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. There's a trailer, and it's Halle Berry. Talk it's about. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would play this. Flair I don't want to get in trouble. Flair did about how say she, that, that he uh, and Holly had been um, to United States States Mountain. They did say you that. guys be on the lookout for that. Surviving our Flair, the Space wow. Mountain edition. <laughs> uh, as I was stating, as I was stating, I think this will be an interesting money in the bank. Oh my god! I think it's going to be great. I, I'm interested. They said that the women and men will fight at the same time. They will. Uh, I'm eager to see how that works out. What's going to happen? Uh, truth be told, I mean, they, they're, it's probably going to be uh, entertaining. Got Tamina versus Bailey, uh, mm -hmm. Ron Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, it, it, I'm eager to see what's going to happen. They have guys in here who they think will go as far as they need to go uh, to really make it great. But I think at the end of the day, we're going to have to judge it on the curve. Hmm. Clack, what do you think? I am really hoping that for the men's Money in the Bank match that King Corbin and Otis, neither one of them win. Mm -hmm. I am really hoping that for the women, I'm praying that anybody other than Nia Jax wins. It's going to be dangerous for Nia to win. And, and not for the obvious reasons of what you two are thinking about. I don't think she's 100% yet. I really don't. Do you see, she, she, she injured the girl a week ago. Kyrie and she things. injured an innocent table and chairs this past week, and the table and chairs have done nothing to her. She's, the, 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 the table and the chair said, what? And it was done. It was it. She rolled out the ring. She rolled out the ring. It's like when somebody fall when they start praise dance shouting. She just rolled out the ring and laid there. First of all, praise dance shouting. I, I had to make it relevant for the people who don't know what that means. I, I, need, I need the strap back on Bray Wyatt. Uh, I need Seth Rollins to get the strap back from Drew McIntyre. He's a dud, and I don't want to see him with it. Seth Rollins is a dud. I have no clue what he's trying to do with with. Yeah, with but, but if, if, if I got to choose between those two duds, I'm going to choose the one I'm most familiar with. This Messiah thing is so whack. He's not even done anything with superpowers yet. And he doesn't no, even have his crew with him anymore. It's whack, but it gives him an angle, and we get to peer into his real life. You well, want to see now, now. But what's but what's crazy about that is he's he's uh, a wee bit agnostic. 
So having an agnostic as a Monday Night Messiah is just... It's, it's know, the reason why I think it gives us a window to him is it's telling about his disrespect. Well, is this more disrespectful than when Vince fought God? I mean, but to each his own. Well, I don't know that there's any. First of well, all, GB, don't do that because Vince McMahon wasn't the first person to wrestle with oh, God. Here we go. But 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 no. let me say this. Let me say this. While yeah, Vince yeah, is God's but, but, second but, but, main but, event. He, but Vince booked himself over God. <laughs> no, that's never happened. After, he gonna pay the piper for that. Wait, <laughs> but technically, and I know y'all gonna get mad at me. Jacob beat God. He tapped out. Yeah, he he did kind of. It's quiet in this press. All finish. <laughs> All finish. So, so is it safe to say that that God has never won at WrestleMania? <laughs> oh, oh my God! He's saying. <laughs> Somebody about to get hit by that Undertaker lightning bolt. Listen. No, no, no. no, no, yes. no, no. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean yeah, it like that. Yeah, you talk, no, 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 no. You talking about we the North. You about to be we the South in the world. We the South. <laughs> God, are you kidding me? Oh. So I'll say this. Um, I'm intrigued by the Money in the Bank uh, ladder matches, and I'm scared at the same time. Because it feels like they are taking one of the most creative matches, one of the most athletic matches, and they're going to turn it into something cinematic. And I feel like it's not going to be serious. I fear that we're going to have all sorts of stupid obstacles from the first floor to the top floor. I feel like, you know, somebody's going to get stuck in an elevator. I feel like somebody's going to, you know, run into the boogeyman in one of the corporate offices. I feel like this is not going to be something we're going to be able to take seriously. And let me just tell you this. If WWE has not learned anything from WCW, you do not have a man fall off the top of a building. Ask the giant and Hulk Hogan when Hulk Hogan allegedly threw the giant off the top of Cobo Hall in Detroit only for the Giant to return later that match and beat Hogan for the world title. Like, it doesn't make sense. And you want to talk about things that don't make sense. Uh, three, four weeks ago, AJ Styles was buried alive, and now he mysteriously just returns to be back in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Certain things don't make sense. And I know some people want to stretch reality and things like that. Falling off of a building, the top of the WWE corporate building, we need not have that happen. We call that manslaughter. Yeah. yeah that's, or, that's, or, that's or we call it a match with New Jack. Oh, my God. Okay. So uh, I was going to ask. Let me just get this really quick, and then we're going to go to our hot takes. Um, with Money in the Bank being this weekend, uh, Money in the Bank has been going on for quite some time. You got to go back to WrestleMania 21. We're talking 15 years for Money in the Bank matches. Um, what's one of your favorite Money in the Bank related moments? Clack. Well, mine's playing in the background right now. Aha, uh -huh. um, that is, oh, that's the first one, 21. Is that right? I think that's 22. Or is it 22? I can't see. Yeah, can't Bobby Lashley's it. in this one. Oh, it's 22 if, if Lashley was in it because he wasn't in the first one. Bobby Lashley's in it. He's actually climbing up the ladder as we speak. Wow. He just got knocked off. And I believe RVD is going to win this one. Yes, I was actually there for that. That was my first WrestleMania. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my favorite WrestleMania moment, well, my favorite Money in, the Bank, Money in the Bank moment is not necessarily the pay-per-view. It goes back to WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, and I thought RVD was spectacular. I mean, that I totally dude was agree. on. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's not, you know, to, 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 to me, like, uh, one one of the greatest moments, but I think it was 2014. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose meeting at the top of the ladder and going ham against each other. They both were young, just trying to make it in. Uh, Seth Rollins, you know, turning on the shield. That whole deal. That's probably memorable to me. Okay, believe it or not, last year's Money in the Bank was actually very good. Um, you know, I watched it uh, a couple of days ago, and it told really the story of Bailey. Bailey winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah couple of hours later, winning uh, the title, cashing it in. Um, yeah. I, as much as I love the matches, I love the cash-ins. Yeah. And so yeah. Among my favorite cash-ins, I loved every Edge cash-in because it was ah. so new then. 
And it was just like, holy cow, you got to That just pissed me off so bad. He, he did. He did. He did. Whether it was beating John Cena or when he beat The Undertaker, it was just like, wait, what are you doing? Do y'all remember Baron Corbin's failed cash-in? I do. <laughs> I remember his failed cash-in. I remember Cena's failed cash-in. Um, Jinder Mahal's failed cash-in. Like, it's just quite ironic to see the failed cash-ins as well. One of my other favorites was uh, 23, WrestleMania 23, CM Punk's first uh, big Ooh. win for uh, Money in the Bank. I thought that was really, really significant. Yeah, um, yeah. Seth Rollins' cash-in was great at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. His may have been the greatest because yeah. it was done at WrestleMania and it made all kinds of sense. All right. Well, before we get out of here, I wanted to open the floor up for a couple of things. We've got uh, – we're going to do something very different, which is everybody's going to get an opportunity to do a hot take. Um, and I have no clue what you guys are going to ask or what you're going to talk about, but whatever it is, it's going to be completely up to you. Before I do that, um, I did put out this morning on our Quick Hits – the opportunity for someone to ask us a question on today's show. And of course, we got a question from our friend Josh Spilly. And uh, here's his question for us. He asks, what is your opinion on how WWE is treating Roman Reigns uh, with them not mentioning him on television? So what are your thoughts on that? Clack, we'll start with you. Uh, Roman Reigns works for a company. Are you kidding me? They don't have to say your name. You are an employee. I, I don't even know what else to say about that. You're, you're, you're a part of, that would be like me getting upset with McDonald's because they didn't mention my name on the quarter pounder menu. Okay. I'm confused. I can't, people are sensitive. They, ain't okay. got, they don't got to say nothing about Roman. I bet, I bet you Roman ain't saying nothing when that check cash in and that direct deposit. Courtney, what do you think? How are you feeling about uh, WWE not mentioning Roman on television right now? Uh, uh, first thing is, uh, we see you, Christabel. Uh, second thing is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's maybe the first wife to make an appearance on the show. She is. Well, the first really? one, yeah, yeah, I mean, a, a yeah, video really appearance. A video appearance. Yeah, a video oh, appearance. This got is a, a whole water breaking situation. Wait, her water's breaking? Well, no, not currently. Oh, I'm like, oh my God. dollars if your water breaks right now. Is that possible? Can 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 Zoe cash in right now? Like, is that possible? Are you ready for it now? It, it is possible. It is? It is. My due date's not till the eleventh, but but yeah, it's Okay, Christabel, come closer. Come, come closer, Christabel. Your favorite wrestler of all time. Go. <laughs> this is disrespectful. I already. Know, I think my I favorite is Batista for, for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You're, you're Thirty seconds of fame is over. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that laugh. So it's the laugh. I knew the answer, but she. She was, there's too much joy on that one. <laughs> I was watching wrestling the other day, and Quinetta said, you know, I always thought he was cute. I turned it off. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not playing. I turned it off. That's funny. I said, I can't enjoy this no more. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. So but what do I think about Josh Spilly's question? I don't answer questions from Spilly. Next thing. Wow. 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 I'll just say this. My, my thought is this. Um... Quite honestly, WWE has been consistent in not mentioning people who aren't regularly on television. So, you know, there's an occasional mention every now and again from Ronda Rousey, but it's once every three, four months. And it was connected, of course, to really building, um, you know, building uh, the, the women's champion. So I think back to a lot of scenarios. If you're on the injured reserve list, they don't talk about you. They don't talk about Xavier Woods on the regular. In fact, it's the New Day that'll usually bring up Xavier Woods, but not the company. So I don't know that they're fully, I don't want to say, I don't know that they're sliding, but here's my question. What context would you want them to mention Roman Reigns that would actually make sense? I don't think there's a There's not a context right now. If he's not on television, there's not a context that makes sense to mention him. Listen, Roman's not doing an NFL holdout. Roman, right, Roman right. just came over a life-threatening disease. Right, right. I mean, like, it's not like, 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 
We, he may not come back on TV over the next two years. When, when Roman was out with cancer, they didn't talk about Roman every week. You know, they, w- they would play his video, but again, it, it had purpose to it. The purpose of playing the video was to show you why we didn't have the universal champion and to build into the – so there's not really a scenario right now where mentioning Roman Reigns will do anything to further the product. So I know some will say it's really mean of them to do that, but what's so mean about it? When Sasha was gone, they didn't mention Sasha. You know, everybody's – Nia Jax was injured for a year. You didn't hear Nia Jax's name until Nia Jax showed up the night after WrestleMania. So I want us to be – Which worked for Nia because for her, she got a chance to heal in silence and didn't put all that weight on her to carry it. And I don't know that we should be trying to put weight on WWE or on Roman Reigns. You guys are terrible. Uh, I don't know that we should do that when right now it's not his responsibility to carry the company. He's taking time off to, to care for himself, care for his family. Let him do that. And I don't think everything's a controversy. Not trying to be ill, but... Let's not make a controversy where there really isn't one. And I don't think this is as controversial as people might want to make it. Because, again, I say, what do you expect them to say? Do you expect them to say, hey, by the way, Roman's off TV because he's caring for his family. And (laughs) now, if they were going to go to his house and follow up on him and make a story out of it and bring us regular updates – then that would make sense. But right now, I don't think it, it makes any sense. Please don't do that. Not on television. So yeah. there's your answer to your question. And if you guys have more questions, feel free to uh, let us know via social media, hashtag Ask the Faction, and we'll cover them uh, on our video show. So now it's time for our hot takes. I have no idea what these guys are going to say, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a hot one. So who'd like to start? Uh, he's deferring to you, Clack. So smart move. Yeah, my hot take is nothing, none other than the untold story of Cactus Jack and Triple H. I'm not going to give it all away, but I want to draw your attention to January the 13th, 2000 on SmackDown. You can go check it for yourself. And there is a promo that reminded me why wrestling is in trouble. Mick Foley is giving this sad sob story about how he cannot contend with Triple H. And then he yanks that mask off and says, but I know a man. And when I tell you that crowd, to Courtney's point, took that thing through the roof. When he hit him with the bang, bang, the index finger, and the thumb, and he gave them that that sign, Triple H looked like he saw a ghost, not to mention the uh, dramatic music that is added in the documentary. Just that alone, I almost said, I almost did a quick lap. I love it. I love it. I love it. So definitely check that out. It's a really, really good documentary. Untold, uh, dealing with the rise of Triple H, Mick Foley. It covers uh, Royal Rumble and then the following subsequent retirement match, choosing to be one of many for Mick Foley. So uh, good stuff. Uh, Courtney, the floor is yours for your hot take. We've said this before, that insiders are constantly listening to the faction that we believe is one of the hottest wrestling podcasts in all of the nation. Now that we've gone video, now you can actually see what we look like and what we do when we film. Because of that, I have a message for Cody Rhodes and Tony Khan. You cannot wait for Vince to overthrow you. What Vince loves to be is first. He does not want to be second. He does not want to be last. He simply wants to be Alpha. He wants to be first. You have the opportunity tonight to allow fans into the arena. Do you know what you should be doing right now at 2.04 p.m. or whenever you're watching this, 304, 4.04, 5.04, 6.04, 7.04, as if you're on TBS? You know what you should be doing? Walking around Florida, inviting fans to come into your facility tonight to watch. You need to be first to have a live audience. Why? Because it hits Vince where it hurts. We think it's about money all the time with Vince. No, no, no. Vince loves making history. How do you destroy history? By being first. So you know what you do? Go out and get grandmamas, grandmammies, great-grandmammies, Uncle Joe, Uncle John, Cousin Jimmy, and Aunt Suella. 
and pull them into the arena tonight and allow them to cheer for their favorite person. I don't have care if they have teeth or don't have teeth. They can yell with all the teeth showing, ah, or they can yell with guns. Ah. I want them in the arena tonight cheering for wrestling. You need to be the first. My only issue with that is why would you pick the group that's most at risk? Like, why wouldn't you go? It's maybe their last <laughs> exciting event. You may be sitting there to die. Event. I mean, it, listen, do, do, do you not think that they want to relive Woodstock, their version of it, one more time? Give them Woodstock. Wow. That's cool. You guys don't know how to let people go out with dick. In the words of what Brandon Clack just said. <laughs> what did you say, Clack? What did you say? <laughs> I said his disrespect is due to No, it's not. Hey, Clyde, do the thing you did last week. That do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Um, I had a bunch of them in my head. I think. Uh, I think we'll go with this, and that is, um, I am. Uh, concerned. I watched uh, Dark Side of the Ring last night, and I learned something new about a guy named Herb Abrams, which uh, if you guys get a chance to watch it, watch it. Um, what I will say from that, which is a major concern, is it's incredible to me how so many people historically were so interested in defeating WWE that they would connect with almost anybody to do it regardless if they had a track record, regardless if they had any sort of proven situation. And uh, I just hope that now that we have some people who have proven entities like AEW, like New Japan, like Impact, all of these other spaces, I hope that uh, folks, first of all, won't live to try to outdo WWE. You're not going to outdo WWE. If WWE rises or falls, it will be solely on their own actions. Right now, they're plummeting their own ratings without any competition. I think you have to do, oddly enough, what WWE ended up doing to become great. And that is real simple. Focus on what you do, do that well, cater to your audience, and in five years, we may be talking about you. So with that said, tonight's gonna be a great night. Make sure you check out AEW and NXT. Huge cards on both shows. Both of them should be live. Both of them should be fantastic. So we definitely want you to check it out. Uh, in the meantime, we're about to get out of here. Here's how you can reach out to us by way of social media. Courtney. Instagram at I am Courtney Beard. Courtney Beard on Facebook. I definitely want to hear from you. Quack. You can reach me at www.rickflair forward slash uh, all things every, space every, every every freaking week every every freaking week we go to the same thing every week oh, i don't even know why i keep showing up for this every <laughs> week every week in gb you let him do the disrespect it's just every week he has something stupid it's hilarious that's so hilarious and of course you guys can reach me at bonafide on all aforementioned platforms oh, wait guys Which, hold on hold on yeah mm -hmm. uh oh what is he what is he about to do I have no idea what he's about to do. And I don't know if I should be nervous or not. I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> hilarious. As he's doing that again, you can reach me. Oh, Lord, there we go. This is stupid. <laughs> you can reach me, of course, at Bonafide. And make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Faction Show. And if you have questions that you'd like for us to answer here uh, as we go live on video for you, just simply reach out to us at, excuse me, use the hashtag AskTheFaction. We want to hear what you have to say. What is what is he doing? Ah, the nature boy. That's right. Wow. Styling and profiling. That's awesome. That's what I'm talking about. That's a very good gift. That's and awesome. that's what you do. That's how you honor a man's guys. Right now, Brandon Clack honoring the legacy of one Ric Flair. I mean, can you stop with the crotch shot? Something to say. It's all true. I did it all. I have people in my basement right now. Why, why do we have to have I just can we end the I show? Wanted to can come we, on the show for an exclusive we, interview? Oh my god. And can we, I wanted someone to look at me. Can we end the show? I need help. <laughs> it's, it's,
I right. need help. Just this is so stupid. <laughs> I need help. We finally get people. What? Just in. We're you. Excuse me for the faction. You watch the faction. Bonafide media group. It's the way it's supposed to be. Goodbye. I need my people. Here we go.